Welcome to episode 7, Think What You Will podcast here with Jason Suarez and Rodrigo Puentes. And today our topic is the importance of networking in all of our lives. So go ahead, uh, Rodrigo, and let's start this episode. All right. So first of all, let's talk about what networking is. Networking mm-hmm. for me is like, you know, developing professional and social contacts with other people. Uh, no matter what the age is, I think it's important to have different contacts, whether they're older, slightly younger, um, in between your age. So um, I think it's very important for people to have different, uh, knowing different people, having different networks, because, you know, that's how opportunities come. You know, and if you're especially an entrepreneur, it's really important for you to have different, several contacts in different countries so you can, you know, grow your business and, if you're an athlete, just in general, I think as a person, it's important to know people. What about you, Jason? For sure. Um, you can know a lot of people, but here, here's my question. Like, you can know a lot of people. Let's say, you know, I go to school and whatever. I know technically a lot of people, maybe even technically have a lot of friends. But is that, is, would that be considered networking or not? I think networking is more of a, like, professional relationship mm-hmm. with someone else rather than friendship okay but so like i say compared go on sorry go ahead no you go first okay like okay so along with your point say if i had a lot of friends but very few you know like work acquaintances and people that could give me job opportunities that's considered networking or no well you can have friends in all different places. And it I, I would say it can, it's networking as well because they can provide opportunities. Mm. Okay. I think- And what if I, I, what if I had a few friends, like really few, small group of friends, but I knew a lot of people in an industry, for example. But what do you classify that as? I don't know if that's networking because for me, networking is more of like, it's more like with people that can help you or give you opportunities to, you know, climb up the social ladder, uh, you know, make money and develop yourself and grow. For okay. example, I would consider some of my friends, like people I know through networking mm-hmm. and developed a friendship with them. Yeah. But some friends I have, I don't consider networking because they're my friends. And if they ever are successful, I would love to explore an opportunity with them. But they're my friends, you know. I see I'm asking that because that's something I not think about often, but like something I do think about sometimes. And I consider, like, I start, you know, worrying, like, oh, am I networking enough? You know, for example, like, sure, I go to, like, I go to university every day. I know people, for example, in my class. I think I know a couple of people around university. Yet, and sometimes I think, like, you know, I'm worried, like, oh, am I not networking enough? Like, do I need to meet from people, like, from the other classes and meet more teachers and things like that? You know, for example, what would what would what would you say I would need to do? For example, for what would you have like? What would you do? Well, what what I should do, to, for example, network more. I think that you should be able. You should like introduce yourself to different teachers, even if you don't have them. Establish like a professional relationship. Get to know them a bit. You know. Because it's always good to know people. It doesn't hurt to know people, and it doesn't hurt to have a respectful relationship with them you know for me i 
when I was in Macau, I networked more like I talked to all different kinds of coaches, have their phone numbers, have their contacts. I use social media, LinkedIn, Instagram, and other platforms to keep in touch, Facebook as well, to keep in touch. Um, in America, when I went to America, you know, I like befriended the, the teachers. I had a, a good professional relationship with all my teachers and even teachers I didn't have classes with. With my coaches, I have, I, I guarantee that I have most of them all my, within my Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. Like, mm -hmm. and I talk to them every now and then, see how they are, you know, check up, because I, I feel like it's important to keep in touch as well, to have that respectful relationship with them. And I, I can, I would recommend it for everybody to meet people and to establish at least a close, for, not a close relationship, but a respectful relationship where if you need something as in like, Oh, could you help me get a job or something? They'd be like, yeah, mm -hmm. why not? You know, things like that. Okay. Don't, don't you so think it, that it could, it could be a professional relationship too. Right. But yeah. does that, does that require, does, does it require constant active communication with them? Like, you know, constantly talking with them, messaging them. For example? I feel like if you're around them, like on a, let's say at school and you see them at school, I think you should, when you see them have a good say good morning how are you maybe have a bit of a conversation or just say how are you i'm doing good thank you fine you go to your class you go to their class like just just talking about teachers you know if you if you see them on a daily basis or on a weekly basis i feel like it's important to say hello be respectful maybe develop a, a small conversation every now and then but if like if you're far away let's say you move away maybe like it wouldn't hurt for you to say uh, hello how are you every like once a year or or text them on their birthday for example that's what mostly i do i always wish a happy birthday check in how are you doing and it stays like mm -hmm. that sometimes more than others but it depends on the person as well if i'm closer to them if not but i have always tried to establish a respectful level relationship with everybody i like associate with and of course people some people don't like me i don't like some people about why it's normal but especially with like coaches teachers people that could help me in my future yeah it's important yeah i asked that because like sure i also know a lot of people for example coaches back in my calendar like that but then like obviously now that i'm in portugal i don't have an active contact with them like i don't you know ask them things on a daily basis right and most of my contacts to them are professional ones, like through WhatsApp and things. And sometimes it's like, I guess it's considered networking, right? Like if I ever went back to Macau, like I could always, you know, message them and be like, hey, I'm back here, you know, I'm back here for the summer, for example. I was considering that this summer, you know, maybe heading back to Macau and then being, you know, talking to them, meeting out for coffee or something. And because we have a respectful relationship, you know, we work together and things like that. Yeah. You know, we could talk about business proposals and things like that, right? Yeah, I agree with uh, with you 100%. Like, and then if you go back to visit, like right now I'm in Italy, I have a respectful relationship with my, my coaches. I meet some of the other team's coaches as well, you know, add them on Instagram or wherever else, what applications they use. Sometimes I get their phone number because it's important because you never know who is going to be that person that's going to open the big door for you. And it's always... It's always like nice to know different kinds of people that can help you.
in your life. It's not, it's not being an opportunist. It's not being that. It's just being respectful and knowing people. It's really important. I can tell you that most successful people are successful because they work hard and because they met different, different kinds of people who throughout have helped them achieve more and bigger things, you know? So you cannot be successful on your own. It's impossible. At some point, you will need the help of someone. And the more people you know, the easier it is. Mm-hmm. And a lot of there's a lot there's quite a few celebrities I can't you know name any specific right off the top of my head. But there's a lot who built their images, for example, through their networking, and they necessarily yeah. didn't have anything special about them. Like they weren't talented or anything crazy, but they had a marketing. No, yeah. it's true. Like sure, it's true. Know, it's true. It's true. You know, but like you know, some got to that place in time. You know, when it comes with, for example, the help of, you know, their contacts and building a team, right? That yeah. works for them and things like that. That's really, really important. That's also something I'm trying to do a little bit more now. Um, it's like meet different people, make sure to, you know, make good impressions. I feel like first impressions are really, really important. And yeah, they are. First, okay, first impressions last. First impressions last. It's yeah, I agree. Mean, right, yeah, of course. Um, and then obviously you've got to carry that on a little bit you know, keep in contact with them and, stuff and build like a, hopefully a connection there, right? A relationship in a sense. I agree with you. First, first impressions are really important. Some people don't think they are. And then when they meet, they, they don't even know they're meeting somebody who has a lot of connections or who has money and opportunities and they give a really bad first impression and for that person, they'll, they'll just probably like, ah, just another person with, they, they don't care about, you know? And then mm-hmm. uh, an opportunity slipped away. Because the good thing about networking is you meet people who then know other people, you know, because then you're not like, let's say you meet someone and that person knows five people that could help you. And those five mm-hmm. people then know somebody, some other five. Then it's not just one. It's like a network of 20, 50 people that could possibly help you just based off of one person and people don't consider this and it's really important yeah and and you always have to be prepared to meet those kind of people you never know when they show up right um you know so i think it's 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 important to always be prepared you know always look good always be ready you know be on time and stuff like that's a very important first impression if you show up to something even if it's hosted by somebody else you know what i mean and there's another person who maybe is of interest, you know, participating in things and they notice things like you showing up late, obviously they're going to make that, you know, their first impression and stuff. So yeah. be careful, be respectful, you know, be prepared, look good, you know, be on time. All those are very, very important things, you know, I think. Now I want to ask you something. Do you always do your best to look presentable, you know, uh, good? Are you always on time as well? Like, do you do these things that you're saying? Most, yes. Um, especially, I think the t- on-time thing is a very important thing for me. I've, you know, man, held that up for a lot of years. I've been always known as the on-time guy. Um, um, being to occasions on time and things like that. But it, obviously, like, it's situational, right? There's, you know, things that happen in life, you know, that sometimes delay you and unforeseen circumstances can affect you, right? Like, it's yeah. impossible that every day of your life 365 days a year, you know, for all of your life that you get up ready and get perfectly ready, right? Sometimes 
you forget something, you know. But in general, yes, I do follow those rules. What about you? I would say yes. And if I'm ever late, it's because of a good reason. It's I don't like, I don't make excuses as to why I'm late. I just am honest. Like, let's say uh, I finish practice, I have to come home, shower, eat, and then I have to go to class and I'm late to class. Mm -hmm. When I go into class, uh, I, I like, as I enter, I tell the teacher, hey, look, I'm sorry I'm late, but I had to do all of these things before I came to class. I apologize that I'm late. I'm here now. That's work and they accept it. Um, when, let's say, if I'm late for a lunch, I make sure to text, say what the reason is and be like, oh, I'll be there in 15 minutes, five minutes, 10, you know. But I feel like if you're ever late, you got to have that respect to let the other person know why, you know. Let's say if you and I plan to meet up and you're 20 minutes late and if you don't say anything, I'll just leave, to be honest. Like, <laughs> if, if you don't tell me anything, I'll just be like, at this point, I might as well just well go home. I don't know if you're ever going to get there. But yeah, of course. These are important traits that I think that people should have in mind. And I don't think a lot, especially people our age, don't, don't value that a lot. Yeah. And then those opportunities that you get, for example... You have to learn how to communicate, right? Communication is the second most important thing, right? Your first impressions. And that's how you communicate with, you know, people. Obviously not being, you know, rude, not being, yeah. you know, being, a, being a, a presentable person, right? Not always using like foul words and things like that. Like in a professional line of work, right? In a professional circumstance where you're networking with important people, like that's not something that people, you know, attract people you know what i mean they're like oh yeah. like this person you know in this line of business but it has this kind of vocabulary right vocabulary is very important right in whatever line of work that you do is knowing what you're speaking about because it's it like people know when you're you know talking about something that you know about right they can yeah. tell like through his vocabulary through his actions through the way he presents himself even you know the way yeah. you stand and all those things are very, very important and people take notice of that. I agree with you. I would say that up there with being on time, looking presentable, communicating, um, I would say being respectful as well. And I agree with you. You said, you said something like the way you speak. Like if you go, if you go meet someone and you say, fuck a lot, uh, bitch this, bitch that, people are not gonna, like especially as a first impression, I would not like be looking forward to working with that person or to go into a project with that person. Unless that person already has a big reputation and they're just like that, then yes. But mm -hmm. if it's just somebody I don't know and they just come in like that, I'm like, no, you know? For me, if I, my first impression, I'm, always, I, I'm very polite, very respectful. I use good vocabulary, but like, let's say I'm with my friends. Yeah, sometimes I use some slang words. Sometimes I use some, you know, vocab that I would not use when meeting a person of importance or, you know, making a first impression, you know, but it's just normal. Like when you and I talk, we use different kinds of words and different things and it's okay between us. But I guarantee you that if both of us go into a job interview, we're not going to use that kind of language. For sure. And even then we're very polite towards each other. Well, we have that respect and things like that. And to be honest mm -hmm. with you, I am personally trying to cut out any foul language that I use like on a daily basis because I want to transcend into a different level. 
transcendent well that's a good objective exactly <laughs> now also i think another important thing when you're networking right is you know learning list listening and learning right um when you're in a in, in a meeting in a work-related social situation for example there's a lot of different entities right of different ranks different importance right and i think it's very important to take the the seat of being being the person with less knowledge you know what i mean yeah. acting like you have less knowledge never be the one who comes out you know and boasts and things like that listen first right see what these other people are about learn as much as you can um and you can learn a lot of valuable information like that i think i agree with you sometimes being quiet by being quiet you end up being the smartest person in the room because by the end of the conversation you know everything you know yeah. and instead of trying to be a know-it-all and showing off that you know something or whatever you might be wrong you might if you're quiet and you hear other people you can develop your own opinion if if it's about something you don't know you'll be more informed and like you say like we have two years and one mouth to listen double the amount of what we speak so listening is good for self-development and learning i agree with you we're, we're think, geniuses bro i think listening is a skill too yeah, um, I like, agree. One thing is like hearing words, right, and understanding what they're saying. And one thing is it's just like, oh, I heard the guy's conversation, and two minutes later, you forget it. You're driving, you know, home, and you're like, oh, what did my boss say about that? You know, I can't remember <laughs> what he says, you know. So also, listening can be a skill. It's something you practice, paying attention to what they say, learning the key words, and understanding, right? Yeah, that's something that is good to mention because I would say maybe especially most speaking of people i've been around from our generation i would say there are a lot of people that do not have good listening skills <laughs> you know we could be talking about something that's important and five minutes later they won't know what, what was happening because they were not paying attention and i agree with you listening is a very important skill that person that people should like master For sure. or not maybe not master but get good at yeah. What else do you think is important for networking? I would say not being dull, being an, like being an interesting person, not trying to just come off super polite, super think because you end up being dull, having a good balance between being respectful and being open about your life, you know, and sharing your things, you know, making a conversation because that's how you develop things. That's how you develop a closer, more personal, professional relationship or just friendship and whatever, it, anything. And I think it's good to find like a balance between because you don't want to come across as a goofy person or you want to come across as someone dull. You want to come across as someone who is potentially an interesting person. Even if you're not, come across like that. I would recommend that 100%. For sure, and being enthusiastic, being charismatic, being energetic, um, yeah. not speaking in a monotone voice, for example, are all like very subtle ways of communicating with uh, people with things. Um, I was going to say that also that there's, very important, there's a lack of emphasis, for example, on learning how to, for example, storytelling. Story, tell stories, for example. I think it's really, really important. It's actually something I'm not very good at. It's something I'm trying to work at better, for example. 
because they say the currency or the way successful people communicate is through storytelling. They don't sit around and talk simplistically in simple terms. They communicate, they socialize, they network through their stories. They bring people through them, you know? People come to listen to their stories, the way they tell the stories. It's not just the stories, it's the way they present it. And it's the way they tell it, right? And people are fascinated by that. People are attracted to that, you know? And I think that's really important. It's a skill that if you can, when you're younger, to start, you know, practicing with the people you know and learn and master. I, I like that in storytelling. And even just the way of how you say things, how you come across, being, being energetic, knowing what kind of tone of voice to use about towards the, the certain topic you might be sharing about. It, it's important. And I agree with you 100%. Well, you were coming across with really good points, to be honest. Um, the importance yeah. of articulation, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's 100% important. I would say, especially for both of us, <clears throat> I would say we're, we're developing a, the storytelling skills, the listening skills. I think we're developing a lot of different kinds of skills by just making this podcast that will mm. benefit us when we're networking. Because not only are we talking to each other, but we're putting ourselves out there for other people to see, no matter mm. the amount of people that watch, if it's too low or too high. We're, we're still putting ourselves out there. And we're open to criticism. And that's important too, being able yeah. to take in constructive criticism in order to improve yourself. Because if you cannot take criticism, your networking is going to drop 100%. You've got to try. Like, yeah. there's, there's no point at which you, you're going to be networking people with, um, you know, being the person that you know the most. Most likely, you'll never be there. There's always somebody who knows more than you. And don't be afraid of taking that chance and being like, hey, I know less than you. Let's, let's talk about it. Teach me. Um, and I think that's really important because that's how you learn about things. You learn about topics. Um, and yeah, that's what I would say. I want to say that also ask a lot of questions, you know, don't just take everything at face value because you don't know if you don't do your own research, you don't know whether that person's right or not. I'm not saying doubt everybody. I'm just saying, be, be curious, be, mm. you know, questionable, ask questions, uh, try to learn more. If somebody says this, ask why, how come? Why is it like that? Why is it not like this? Be interesting. For me, I love being in conversations with people that are older than me or people that are more experienced than me, you know, because I may not have the floor to talk a lot. Most of the times I'm just there quiet for two hours or three, depending on how long the conversation goes. And I'm just listening. And then maybe towards the end of the conversation, sometimes I jump in with an idea or an opinion that I have by gathering all the information and making a personal decision and choice of what I've heard and what I want to do, what I think, you know, and I just love learning from people's experiences, listening mm -hmm. and t talking about it and just learning in general is, is important. And I don't think a lot of people value that. Um, I'm going into that idea. Where do you, what do you, what do you think are, are good places to network? You know, you're not going to do it maybe at you know, a mall or something where frequent places you could go, for example, where you're going to meet interesting people. I mean, I guess it depends on your line of work, right? Like different yeah. lines of work have different areas, for example, that you're going to find people. So I think 
that's what I would say is identify what you want to learn about, what kind of field you're working with, and like where those kind of people meet, you know. What what do those people do? You know, what do they spend time? There is a famous thing, I think they say, why aren't Lamborghini ads on television? Because their target audience isn't sitting on a sofa watching television, right? So understanding where the people you want to network with meet, what they do, what they work with, you know, is very, very important. When you asked me where can you can I network? I did not know I did not know if you're meaning by in person or online because online I would say one of the biggest apps that people use to network is LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. I use LinkedIn personally and I really like it because it allows me to connect with different people. And some people I don't know personally, but because they have a mutual connection with a, a known person, we network and we can talk about different things and then we get to know each other. Uh, Instagram is a very big networking tool and promotional tool as well. Um, what else? I would say I WhatsApp. Think in, I think in person, for like in-person meeting, like you can hold um, annual conferences and things, you know, where it's open. Yeah. Um, a lot of a lot of small business, I mean, big businesses too, but a lot of small businesses who want to reach out to a bigger market take a risk, right? They put an investment, they rent, you know, you know, an area space for a certain amount of time where people can come together, bring ideas, right? Because you want people to come together, share things, and you network through that kind of method. And not only that, but attending events, you know, sometimes even let's say at your university, for example, they might put this poster up saying like, oh, next Thursday, um, there will be an event for people uh, that want to learn more about business and other things like that. And it's important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For to attend because that way not only do you meet people with the same interests as you but you meet the person that's giving out that seminar or running that event that is more knowledgeable and then you can meet them in person develop that professional contact and um i would say if you have an opportunity to attend events like that like it's i fully recommend i know i don't have a lot of experience yet in that sense but from my small experience I would personally like say go for it and I would I want to keep doing that more and more as older I get mm -hmm. yeah. yeah and finally show show your worth right yeah when you meet people show show what you have to offer people want to know people who have something to offer if you don't have anything to offer right like who's this guy who's this guy trying to talk to me you know I don't know what does he do and what does he bring right and so have have something to offer have something that will catch their attention, you know, to make sure they remember you, you know, that's very, very important. And I think that people also look for people that challenge them, you know. Uh, I would say, for example, if you're a business owner or a CEO, uh, if you're looking at an employee, I think you want someone that would challenge you, is up for challenges, and it's not just coming in to, you know, compliment you, and do everything you ask for someone that has their own is their own person and wants to challenge themselves challenge you and you know go into the same direction that you want to that the ceo wants to go in you know mm -hmm. grow the business not yeah, just people he isn't that just, he isn't just a person who who's coming here to work and you know get a paycheck he's somebody who has an exactly. objective he has he has like value he has, has, he has value. a value exactly he's like i bring this to the company 
I bring this to your business model. I can do this that no other worker that you have can do. And that will catch their attention. Yes, and I think that a lot of people, especially at our age, they don't have a lot of value. Because it's gonna sound bad. <laughs> for me, having value is being hardworking, challenging yourself, putting yourself out of your comfort zone most times. So you keep that's how you grow. Mm-hmm. And being driven. Chase chase your dreams, chase your goals. That gives you value. If you're just there, like, yeah, you have no value, no offense, but you have no value. And if you're someone that just plays video games and, you know, does nothing and just has no ambition, maybe you should consider reading a book, going out a bit, going on a hike, exploring things, and just study and research things and find out what you would like to do or maybe an area you'd like to try out. This is some advice. Because you're just there playing video games. At some point, you're just going to get bored of it. It's been two yeah. years since I played. I played in my PlayStation. It's. <laughs> it's been. I would Fair say it's been very educational for me. Yeah. Well, that was our episode for today. That was our topic. Thank you, Rodrigo, for coming on today's episode, talking with me, and we'll see you next week. Yes. Thank you guys for listening to this episode. It's been shorter than previous episodes, so that's good for you guys. And um, hopefully you now consider networking as a more important aspect in your life than maybe you thought it was. And just keep growing your network. It's important. Yes, sir. See you next week. See you next week.